Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Another Passover that's all on our hearts is the Passover of Christ's crucifixion. Right. That is the ultimate Passover. It's how Christ took over. On the cross, he literally took over. The same way that the Lord of hosts, the captain, took over before Jericho. Right. The Passover of Christ on the cross, in a sense, is the final Passover in the sense that Christ came speaking the kingdom. I I like to think that God started creating his kingdom at the ministry of Christ who came proclaiming it. At that Passover 2,000 years ago, Christ established the kingdom because he gave his life for it. The pattern was finished. And that leaves us with the gift of Passover that he brings to us each year is the fruit of his blood, is the the fruit of his cross experience. So we could walk the same way. And that started, I think, with Joshua. God created Joshua into who he was, a great leader who knew who was in charge. God set how things were going to happen. He's going to go first. That's always kind of been a, a problem with human nature and men in their thinking. Who's first? Well, the scriptures have an answer to who's on first. There's something of a reality that's coming, I believe, is coming from the Lord of a purifying of his people, of the human nature, and everything that hides below the surface. I think there's a lot that hides below the surface that we don't even know in our own beings. Mm. And we can say one thing and be totally unconscious of hidden rocks in our love feast that are residing within us. We would do well to cry out to him, ask him, talk to him about things within us that we're unaware of. Whether we do or not, that fire of God's coming on the earth and is going to purge, hopefully, correctively. But I do believe there'll be punitive judgments because people won't open up. And that's very unfortunate for the people of God. I know lately that's been something very much of a concern of mine for the people that I know, that I walk with, that we be open to the Lord. And that that doesn't mean a passive openness, but it's more, Lord, show me every day. Show me what you want to show me. 
if you are trying to walk with God and if you're trying to have a relationship with the Lord, then I would admonish you to really seek the face of God right now about what's within you yeah. and have an honesty of heart when he begins to show you what's within you because there's no condemnation. It's to get clean, to purif get purified. I think there's a preparation of heart taking place, a preparation of our hearts before the Lord. He's not dealing with us as babies anymore. He's dealing with us as fully grown adults. He's not going to let us get away with things either anymore. Because in the past, we were able to get away with things. I know I was. <laughs> but now he is requiring something more from us that's going to be prepared for the kingdom. Just like Gilgal, they came across, they had to have God do something to change their hearts, mm -hmm. to change them. He had to show himself in a different way. He had to show himself as captain of the Lord of hosts because no longer could he be their cloud during the day and their fire at night. Right. He was going to be the captain of the Lord of hosts. And if you want to follow me, you're going to do what I say. Otherwise, I have no part of you. But we're having to make a choice. In this Passover, I believe we're really having to make a choice. I love what you say about preparation, Deb, because you look at Joshua, he was prepared. Oh, yeah. He went up the mountain as Moses' servant, but he was prepared. He knew who to follow. A lesson from Gilgal would be that God did it again on a new level. Yeah. And he's ready to do it on a new level, Passover 2021. And the promise of Passover is, is he's going to take us. He'll take us as far as we can handle. Yeah. And so where we are now is we're being taught. We're learning from the Father through the Holy Spirit how to line up in front of the captain of the Lord of the hosts and following into the promised land. These ones that are crossing over the, you know, the Jordan and the Gilgal and all that, all they knew was the cloud, you know, that covered them in the daytime and the fire by night that warmed them and the manna, the water that followed them through the wilderness, that whole thing. They didn't know anything else. They grew up with that or born with that. And all of a sudden, in one day, it all, all of it stops, not just the manna, but the water stops, no more cloud, no more fire, every, and you talk about a drastic lifestyle change. So I think that was, at least on one level, that was a pretty big deal. I'm wondering, because I know in my own heart, the Lord's been requiring things of me that's not just, quote, spiritual, but it's physical things that he's requiring of me to start moving into. I think there's a big wake-up call coming. If you're not woken up already, there's a big wake-up call mm -hmm. coming because the captain has, not is, come to the earth right. through a many-member body, and he's beginning to speak through a many-member body. And I 
I'm not going to say I believe because I know that the words from the Lord coming through his body are getting stronger and stronger and more clear and more clear. There's a requirement. It's not just some spiritual thing, although that's part of it. But it's the whole man, the whole man's being required to be given to the Lord for his purposes, for his kingdom. It's not even about you. That's right. You know, it's not about us. Although we're obviously involved and we're going to have changes of lifestyle and thinking and emotions and focus, all that is being changed by the Lord. It really is about him being glorified and his kingdom. Goodbye. Focus on humanity, about your problems and yourself. Goodbye, because that's going to be swallowed up with a focus on his kingdom and his lordship. You know, that's really humbling, Ron. It really is. It's very humbling when you stop and think about it, because that is what's being required. We're not going to be treated like little children anymore. But those that are going to take the land are going to have to Mature up, <laughs> grow mm-hmm. up. You know, there's some common cliches, if, if cliche is the right word, that you hear of a long time, and they're probably very old. And one of them is, the third time is the charm. And I wonder that the death angel at the first Passover, first try, because they didn't fulfill even what Moses asked Pharaoh, look, at we just want to go out three days in the wilderness and worship. <laughs> they didn't even get that done. They still were made very wealthy, so on and so forth. And then they got out there and they built a golden calf. God gave them the Ten Commandments, the law, and they still screwed up. Long comes Gilgal. <laughs> Said, okay, it's another chance. The Passover of Gilgal had so much more in it than the first Passover. They didn't learn. Those stones were there to re- in the middle of the Jordan were there to remind them, and they didn't learn. So along comes the third time, Christ on the cross, and God unloaded, unloaded all he had. Now it's up to us to say, thank you, Lord. The third time is the charm. It seems kind of somber tonight. I think it is somber because it's kind of a serious subject of what the Lord's doing. In that, I think we have to remember that it's him doing it. Right, right. He's faithful. He's not going to win the victory. He already won the victory. victory. And our job, if there is a job for us, is to thank him, to worship him and thank him for what he's doing. Because we're not going to accomplish this, gang. We're just not going to. Uh, It's going to be the Lord of hosts that accomplishes it, and he's going to get all the credit and all the glory. The Lord loves us so much. He loves us so much. He loves us enough to make sure that we're going to walk with him, too. He's going to bring us forth. That what you're saying, Debbie, is important because people hear that 
on different levels. Yeah. Some people, you say, God loves us, and they, oh, yeah, I know. My sweet Jesus loves me. And, and you know, at a certain level, that's true. The Lord will be that to them. But trust me, that's not the only face of God. <laughs> because the Lord is a captain of yeah. the Lord of hosts with a drawn sword. That's kind of the guy I know. Experiencing the impartation of God's word through his family is life. Has this time in his presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.